Testing, testing, one, two. I can hear myself in the mic, so that's good. Mmm, drunk as shit. Mmm, drunk as fuck. Yeah, man, I I feel like somebody's dad right now. I, I had four Coors Lights, and I am feeling it. It could be because got some bud this weekend. It It smells like hay, but it gets you fucked up, dude. What is that? It's got to be something concerning, right? Welcome to the show. This is Joey Hates Everything. My name is Joey Capuana. Man, has it has it been a fucking shitty week here. The seasonal depression is absolutely slapping. Some would say it's ripping. Um yeah, dude, I just haven't felt like myself this past week. It's been so cold and shitty outside and I grew up in Minnesota, so I should be used to it, but now I'm getting to the point where it's like, I can't deal with it anymore. <clears throat> I mean, if you if you have kids, it's honestly not that bad, right? If you're raising kids in somewhere that's like snowy and kind of shitty weather, but it's a good area, that's good for you. That's good for your kids. But, oh my God, if you're living in Ambridge, Pennsylvania... And you're just like, no, this is fine. You're lying to yourself, dude. Every single time I go outside, like, I just want to fucking... I want to fight the snow. I want to, like, assault a piece of ice. Doesn't even make any sense. But it's like the feeling is there. I was hanging out with my buddy. Shout out, Dames. He he came over the other day. He was already pretty lit, it seemed like. But, I mean... It was so icy outside, the dude literally, his body smacked the ground. Okay, to give you some sort of perspective, I was standing on my porch, he was standing on the neighbor's driveway, and he fell so hard, I felt it in my feet. (laughs) Now, is that a fucking place to live? I don't think so. It's like, dude, they talk about we can't go to Mars because the conditions are so bad. Some of us are already living in the fucking bullshit, dude. Oh, you can't fucking breathe the atmosphere. Well, some of us can't fucking go outside. So make the goddamn spacesuits and let me get rent a little bit cheaper. Elon. I feel like, um... In a weird way, I just I just feel like Elon could be could be sending us out there and he's not. And that's a problem for me because I'm done with this bullshit, dude. I'm done with the people here. I'm done with the landscape, I'm done with the weather, I'm done with everything. All right? And I would rather live here 10 times out of 10 times instead of Minnesota. It's like there's certain parts of this country that are so shit. For different reasons, man. And Pennsylvania is really its own... It's like its own corner of the country, man. It's massive, right? So you have every single type of person here. And they tend to not leave. They they love Pennsylvania for whatever the fuck reason. And every time I speak with a person out here, it pisses me off. Do I want to punch the person directly in the fucking mouth or cock nine times out of ten? Yes. But do I have to respect the fact that they are so fuck you 
that it's almost every single interaction, it's 9 out of 10? Yes, I also have to respect that. This is a people, this is a whole people that has been beaten down so much that they don't give a fuck about anybody else. That's what it is. These people their whole lives have dealt with shit. I'm talking like real shit. Shitty people, uh, family drug addictions, family alcoholism. It's like if you live out here, there's just like a good chance that's happened in your life. And it turns these people into assholes. I don't know any other way to put it. It's like every time I go to a goddamn gas station, somebody's got a problem. (sighs) I don't know. Way too worked up to start the episode. Been getting way too worked up on these past few ones. Did I did I get way too overhyped about the weekend on the last episode? Absolutely. Am I gonna apologize for it? Fuck no. Shit was awesome. I've seen it like ten times since. I'm microdosed on the last episode, and I think that's the reason I was so hyped. Since then, dude, I've just been feeling this depression like fuck. So basically, just to go back, I if you heard the last episode, you know I did some mushrooms on the Super Bowl, which was fire. It was fun. Uh, hung out with the family. Got to see some amazing plays while I was high shit. Got to see that weekend performance, right? But, dude, I took another, I don't know. The first time had to be 2 grams. Second time had to be like 1.3. And the 1.3 hit me in a complete different way. And I don't know why. The entire trip, I was just thinking about how bad technology is. And it's like, anybody that's never tripped before hears that and goes, Oh my god. Like, will this dude just shut the fuck up? (laughs) But it's like, it's real. I mean, I don't... I'm no fucking genius when it comes to that stuff, but it's real bad, dude. I asked one of my friends the other day... Just because his opinion on shit is so ridiculous sometimes. I asked him, I was like, do you believe in QAnon? And the dude responded, I don't know what I believe about that. We're fucked. We're fucked. We are so fucked. Like, you don't even get it, man. And if you don't get it, it's because you don't care. Right now, we are at a point where an entire section of our population believes anything they hear on Facebook. They do not understand that they are actually being lied to. I'll, you know, I don't want to give any examples in my family, but it straight up happens to people in my family where they see something on Facebook they like the person that tweeted it or, you know, posted it, whatever the fuck, and they automatically perceive it as truth. Dude, I don't I don't want to suck my own dick here, but I'm pretty fa- proud of the fact that I watch CNN as a guy on the left and go, this is fucking bullshit. Like, dude, dude, they are trying to piss everybody off. That is their goal. And if you can't see that... I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how to help you. I don't know how to help the people that are going on Facebook and going, that's it. That's what's happening right now. 
Brian Johnson just said that Nancy Pelosi is eating children in her office right now. That's what's happening. Kelly, Kelly Schwerger just said that AOC is giving people the vaccine and it's and killing all of them on purpose. That's what happened. I'm making a joke, but there are plenty of people that just automatically believe this shit. And it is clearly a fucking problem. It's a problem that's not being addressed very well because half of the fucking country is having this problem. Sometimes I think I'm having the problem, dude. Sometimes I'll watch something on the internet and it's so one-sided that I have trouble believing it. It's the problem that I have with CNN, dude. I wouldn't really consider myself a Democrat, but I'll be goddamn fucked if I'm a Republican. I'll shove a stick of dynamite up my asshole before I'm Republican, okay? And unfortunately, half of the country is hearing the lies. And there, I'm trying to say there are lies on both sides. In my opinion, it seems like one has more than the other. But these people are believing it. And it goes back to what I was saying before. It's like, dude, the reason is... My generation grew up with something serious on the internet, like something popular being, I gave a, I feel like the perfect example is the cum jar. What a dumb fucking disgusting thing to have. And almost everyone my age knows what that is. Now, every person is on the internet. It was not that way 10 years ago. It was not this way where... We have to worry about somebody that doesn't understand how technology works as it is. So if they don't understand, if they can't fucking figure out a tablet, how are they going to figure out what is real and what's fake? I can't even figure it out. I've been on this shit since I was in the sixth grade. It's, it's extremely frustrating. It's extremely frustrating. I, I mean, I mean, it, it's... Part of the reason I believe we're just in a bullshit simulation, you have you have an entire portion of the country believing that the people that went to the riots at the Capitol were Democrats in, disgu- in disguise. You have an entire section of the company uh, of, of the fucking country that believes that. When the reality is, the truth is, the very easy-to-fucking-see truth is, those dudes were all MAGA-wearing assholes. And you know it. And you know it. So how do you not get frustrated about it? That's the biggest part. Um, I don't know what else we can do besides try and tell the older people in our lives and the more vulnerable people, you know, people that... Just will believe whatever the fuck you have to. It is your duty as an American, as a person, to explain to that that other person that believes in bullshit that a lot of this is fake. And almost 95, I would say 99% of it, is to get you to click on it. And that's extremely frustrating. Theo Vaughn made a great point about it on his podcast that I really, really agree with. And it's, um, 
I don't, you know, I you should go listen to him. It's it's in his I think second to most recent episode. He was talking about any time that a celebrity or somebody screws up and they say something racist or, you know, somebody says the N-word, right? That was the example he used. CNN, probably and Fox News, and almost every other leftist site on the internet is going to hop on that and go, this person said the N-word. What happens to them now? And okay, you shouldn't be fucking saying the N-word. That's We all know that, okay? But I think what people are fail- failing to realize is a point from Theo where he says... All of these stories where a white person is getting in trouble for saying the N-word is straight up leading to a rich white person's pocket. And we need to understand that. We need to understand that the people making these stories and making a huge deal out of cancel culture, out of all this shit, are white billionaires. And so they absolutely... Their dicks get rock fucking hard when some idiot says the N-word. And I'm not saying you shouldn't face some sort of backlash from that. You shouldn't say that, and you're a piece of fucking shit if you are going around saying the hard R as, as somebody that's not black. I fully believe that. But you also have to understand, the people that have made this a huge thing in our lives are billionaire assholes. And they couldn't give less of a fuck what happens out there in the world. Because no matter what, the money is going to save them every time. They literally don't care about you. And we're all sitting around the TV going, The other side's so stupid. Like, we all know what the fuck we're talking about. I'm guilty of it too, dude. I'm guilty of it too. I'm sure there's something every day that I believe that's not true. I'm sure there's a common core value somewhere in my life that leads to an untruth. And what I'm saying is, no matter who you are, no matter what you believe in, every time you read something on the internet, you should ask yourself, what is this person gaining from me reading this? And I feel like, man, if you don't know that, you're already too far gone. And unfortunately, a lot of people that feel that way are over 60 years old. And they haven't... Dude, 10 years ago, these people were just enjoying regular fucking retired lives. Now, they can't leave their homes. Okay? It's different for for somebody like me or like you who... I would call myself healthy. I guess a lot of people would disagree with that. I can go out in public and I literally... If I were to get it, my only concern would be to spreading spreading it to somebody else. That is not the case for these people that are over 60. Whether they believe in it or not, whether it, all this shit is real or not, there is a legitimate chance, that, and I believe it's real. I just don't know how severe it is. I don't know if the media is, is making that more of a thing, right? I, I can't tell anymore. But regardless, if you're an old person... You really can't take that risk. So now you're stuck inside all day, especially if you live somewhere like Minnesota. 
and you're just reading through social media. That is what has become of the lives of these older people. So, yeah, I get upset and I, I get pissed off and it's like, yeah, you should understand as an adult that these people are trying to lie to you and gain from you. But you also have to understand as a 23-year-old, I've been on the internet longer than these people. And that's a problem. I, I'm so I'm so worked up about it because I seriously do not think that we can get it back at this point. I, I was thinking about it on the mushroom trip and I have fully the second one and I, I have fully accepted that I have to now decide whether or not I believe the news or not. I have to decide that for myself. And perhaps don't say perhaps, you know. But maybe we should have always thought that way. Because there's been a lot of fucking bullshit in the media. Whether it's about drugs, about the military, about COVID, you name it, they lie to get views. I swear to God, and I don't want to suck my own dick here, I will never lie to you. I will always tell you the truth from my heart, no matter what, because that matters to me. You think that fucking matters to a guy like Don Lamont or whatever asshole they have on Fox News? Let You know what? Fuck it. Let me suck my own dick here, man. I will never, ever do that. I don't care. I will never do that. I will never lie to try and get more people to listen or watch this shit. Because to me, being authentic and getting the truth out there, that's what I respect the most. And these fucking people are lying to you. It's on YouTube, it's on cable, it's on Facebook, it's on Twitter, whatever the fuck you think, whatever you watch. There's a gigantic chance you are being lied to. And it's extremely upsetting. It's extremely upsetting because now we're in a system where I get it. Um... A guy like Don Lamont, for example. That guy, by going on television every night and saying what CNN wants him to say, is making... You know, I don't know how much he's making, but he's clearly making a huge paycheck every episode, right? I'm coming at you live from the fucking back office of a shitty hotel. I don't even think it's that shitty if anybody listens to this from the hotel. I actually like it. But you get my point. I'm saying this because I already know I'm not going to make any money out of it. I just straight up want to be somebody that's known as not a bullshitter. And I hope that I get so deep into this that it's not an option. That my gigantic shithead of an ego won't let it happen. Because I'll be goddamn fucked if I ever get in front of a microphone and tell these people something to scare them or something to get them to keep watching. I say the real shit and I'm more interested in these motherfuckers. I will tell you that right now. I don't know, man. I don't know. I constantly go back and forth between feeling that way and then hating this podcast. <laughs> Like, I constantly go back and forth between feeling like, yeah, dude, I'm putting the funny shit out there. I'm not going to censor myself. I'm going to tell the truth. And then the the rest of the time, I feel like I listen to the podcast. Like, I'll listen to 
an episode before I put it out, and almost every time I go, what an asshole. <laughs> but <clears throat> it is what it is, man. Um, it's something I've accepted. If I want to keep doing this, I just have to not give a fuck. And I have to try and be genuine, and that's what I promise you I'm trying to do. Shout out to all the people that have hit me up and said that they like this podcast. You are the reason I keep doing it. I want you to know that. I mean, shout out to Markel. I remember I was talking to him the other week, and I was like, dude, I don't want to get fired for this shit. And his point was, dude, they're paying you eleven fifty an hour, and you're doing what you want to do. If they don't like it, they can shove it up their own assholes. <laughs> Dylan, if you're hearing this, not you. I don't know, man. I Look, at the end of the day, even if I'm an asshole, you've got to know that there are people that are much bigger assholes than me. You see this lady? They're calling her Karen Lombardi. You seen this lady? She's gone pretty viral. There was a video of this woman, and I can't remember her actual name. Uh, she was basically, she took a video of herself complaining about how Tom Brady drunkenly tossed the Lombardi trophy to Rob, Gronkow- Rob Gronkowski on a boat. If you don't know, uh, if you haven't seen the video, Tom Brady was hammered, and obviously so was Gronk. And they were on different boats, and they were like, fuck it, dude, there's a thousand cameras on us. Let's just make this amazing for people and tom brady decides to toss underhand toss the lombardi trophy to rob gronkowski which he caught you know he didn't he didn't drop it in the water or anything like that it was badass but a day later 12 hours later the daughter of the lombardi trophy creator I, again, I can't remember her name. I wish I would have looked it up before this. Put out a video saying that she was offended and that she expects an apology from Tom Brady. And she said this because she said she straight up couldn't sleep, which is a fucking lie. She said she couldn't sleep because of all the hard work that goes into making that trophy. Now, I'm trying to contain myself to get the rest of the story out. I think that's it. And so I think this is the point where I say, shut up, you dumb bitch. (laughs) Shut your fucking privileged mouth. I'm talking about privileged in two ways here, okay? First of all, if you're the daughter of the Lombardi Trophy creator... You're very rich, and let's just admit that. The NFL is paying you every year to handcraft their trophy. Okay, you're fucking rich. So first of all, shut the fuck up in that sense. Second off, I want to say I'm offended. I want to say I'm offended by this bitch's statement. And here's why. I have spent my whole fucking life irrationally cheering for the Vikings. When they lose, it causes me to cry. It causes me to skip work. I'll stay in bed for a day. 
I'll relapse on drugs. And that's all dumb. And I admit that. Okay? But what I'm not what I'm not gonna lie about here is that I, I really I feel extremely passionate about the Minnesota Vikings. Okay, that's my team. I've been cheering for that team since I was four years old. And let me tell you something. If in the 2019 offseason, uh uh-huh, voice crack. If in the 2019 season, Tom Brady was traded to the Minnesota Vikings. And the Minnesota Vikings are doubted the whole year. Tom Brady is doubted like he was on the Bucks. And they go on to make a miracle run to win the Super Bowl. I don't care if Tom Brady shoves that fucking trophy up his ass. I don't I don't care. I don't care if he wants to store that thing in Giselle's pussy for a week at a time. And it changes the fucking... I don't care if it's gold when it comes out. Like, you know how the Statue of Liberty was copper and then it got rained down in New York City and now it's green? I don't care if the silver Lombardi trophy turned another color in Giselle's pussy. If we won the Super Bowl... Then shut the fuck up. I don't care who you are. I don't care who you're a fan of. The winner of that trophy gets to do whatever the fuck they want with it. They could come on it for all I care. If it meant the Vikings were going to win the Super Bowl, I'll pull the Lombardi trophy out of Mike Zimmer's asshole with my teeth. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm saying I would give anything for the Vikings to win the Super Bowl. The Bucks just won with the lowest winning percentage of any NFL franchise since 2005. And you're going to tell the man that took them there he can't throw the trophy? Fuck you, Karen Lombardi. Suck my no Super Bowl having cock. I don't care. Dude, I I mean, I could keep going with the, the gay jokes about, you know, whoever wants to put the trophy in their asshole. But I truly, if you told me right now, Kirk Cousins is going to rub the Lombardi trophy on his taint and you have to run your tongue across the whole thing, and that means they're going to win the Super Bowl in some crazy, weird, outer space alien telling me this scenario, I'll do it. And I'll enjoy that taint sweat, motherfucker. It just made me so upset. (laughs) It's like this team, Tampa Bay, they they have great weather, obviously, but those people don't live in the best place. And this is coming from a guy that lives in Ambridge, Pennsylvania. Don't take that away. Don't try and take that away from them. This bitch, she was, you know, she was hoping, it was never going to happen, she was hoping that somebody would see the video and go, wow, that is really messed up. Can you tell us more about how your father handcrafted this trophy from silver? This bitch isn't making the trophies, dude. She's having motherfuckers make it for thirteen fifty an hour while she collects the whole thing. 
<laughs> it legitimately pissed me off. Pissed me off because I was like, dude, if the Vikings won, I literally wouldn't care if the trophy got destroyed. Literally wouldn't care. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe that lady's just having a bad week, you know. You got to think about it that way. <laughs> Isn't that so funny how that happens every once in a while? I constantly have to call myself out for that. What it, you know, it could be this lady in this situation too. But like a good example is, I'm a big fan of the podcast Your Mom's House. It's Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky. They. Every week, they just try and find the most, like, ridiculous or hilarious or gross fucked up videos on the internet, right? And they came around this one that was super cringy. It was this guy, I can't remember his name, look up your mom's house cringy ask out video. That's how best I can describe it. Basically, it was this guy with ridiculous red hair, and he's talking, and he's talking like this. Like, why don't you, and he's making a video for this girl. Why don't you come meet me at blah, blah, blah on blah, 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 and it'll be a good time. Like, he's talking like a complete asshole. And I'm watching this. I'm watching the episode live going, I want to fuck this dude up. Like, <laughs> like, if this guy, you know when you see somebody that you know you could kick their ass and it's like, Man, let this motherfucker talk shit to me. It was one of those moments. I was like, fuck this guy, dude. If this guy ever said something to me in public that was shitty, I'd punch him in the face. And then I watched the video and realized I'm the fucking dick. I watched the video and the guy basically explained, look, I regret putting that video out. I feel like an absolute asshole. And now every three to six months, I have to ha deal with somebody finding it and sending it to me and going, dude, is this you? And the reason he said he acted like such a douche in the video was that his dad died when he was like six. And he said, I never learned how to act like a man. I saw it. I, I basically based my opinion off of the guys that got all the girls and in, in all of the all the shitty movies I saw. That's what this guy said. That's how he said he acted for that reason. And the second I heard that, I felt like the biggest piece of shit ever, because my mom taught me a, you know a ton of values in my life and so much on how to be a good person. But my dad, like. I learned how to make jokes from my dad. I learned how to let shit roll off my shoulders from my dad. I learned how to be, you know, a fucking man. Like, I, that's how, I learned that from my dad. And I can tell you right now, if my dad wasn't in my life, I'd be a gigantic piece of shit. It's like half the time I do something shitty, I go back and I, I, I almost like picture my dad watching it and being disappointed or, so or something like that. What I'm trying to say is that situation really stood out to me. Like you can fully want to kick somebody's ass and then you get a little more information and you realize, oh, I was wrong. I was wrong. I, that was a, that's a good person. And that could absolutely be the case with Karen Lombardi, right? That was my point. 
is yeah, I went off on that woman, but it, it's for comedy. All right, you know, it's this is a comedy podcast. I just want to, you know, say this to get out in front of it. If anybody's ever offended by anything on this, just understand, dude. I, I mean, I'm just a broke 23-year-old that thinks he's funny. I, I got nothing else, dude. This is something I think I'm good at, and at, at the end of the day, it's something that I want to do and something that I, I don't think is going to work out and something that by the time I'm 30, I'm going to look back on and go, what a fucking jackass. But if I want people to believe that there's a good side to me, even when they disagree with the things that I say, I also have to understand that there's probably a good side to the people that I call out on this podcast. And I just want to make that obvious. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't, I don't know, <laughs> okay? I walk around literally all day having an existential crisis being like, is any of this real? Am I alive? Like, what, what is going on here? Why can't I seem to figure anything out? And when I do, why does it seem to take years at a time? I don't, I, that, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to say there's more to people than, than what you hear in a 10-second in a clip of them. And I need to realize that and other people need to realize that there's just straight up more than meets the eye on almost every single issue. And I need to get better at that. I'll do it too, man. I, I will get better at that. I will try and realize that I don't know everything. Sometimes in the moment, it, it feels like I really know what I'm talking about. And then I just, I mean, I swear to God, I go back 24 hours later. And I'm like, what the fuck are you saying, dude? But all I can all I can do when I if I want to do this shit is tell you guys how I feel and and just try and make it funny. So that's the point here. I don't know. I think part of I what I wrote down here in a note was I I meant to make this point at some point in the podcast and I think what's really fucking with me and with other people is the lack of human interaction. Like we straight up need to see somebody acting ridiculous, irrational, crazy, whatever you want to call it. Us as human beings, we need to see that so that we can feel validated and be like, oh yeah, I'm not so bad. The only interactions I have with people are like over the phone or at work where, like, I see, you know, my cousin and his family every week. And I, I'm starting to notice more and more, like, I don't know if I'm acting normal or if, I, if I'm being crazy or if I'm being a dick or what. I, at this point, I kind of just have to go with it because I can't see how other people are, are acting anymore. Which, I guess... I really need that to feel alive. Like, I... There's nothing I love more than seeing something ridiculous in public and breaking it down for somebody that wants to listen and wants to laugh. I mean, that is my fucking lifeblood. And it's not happening right now. 
I got to show up to work looking like a goddamn substitute teacher and... Yes, sir. No, sir. More towels, sir? Oh, would you like me to kiss closer to the hole, sir? And it's driving me nuts. I want to go to a bar and be nervous about the hot girl sitting next to me. I want to... I want to go out and, and question if I'm being too fucked up in public. I want to go out and laugh with another person. And I haven't done it in so long that it's making me just question, like, shit in general. Hmm. I don't know. At the end of the day, man, I, I, I am happy that I can at least not give a fuck a little bit. They're, like... I see people come in here all the time that are way too worked up and give way too much of a fuck about everything. Like, there's this guy here. You remember Billy from episode two? Dude, Billy has been going ham. He put a sign up in in the pool, like in the pool room the other day, that said, please. It was like boldened and underlined in capital letters that said, please dry yourself off when you get out of the pool. Like, just, like, real aggressive like that. You have to understand, these people... A girl literally shoved an entire towel in her pussy and had a period on it over the summer. These people don't give a fuck about a wet floor, dude. (laughs) We Over the summer... One of these dudes went to shake out a blanket and a syringe flew through the air. These people don't give a fuck about wet floors, dude. You have to give less of a fuck. And maybe I could try that too. The point of this episode is is to let you know that if you're feeling like you don't know what's going on, hey man, I'm right there with you. I got no idea what's going on. I don't have the answers. And it's a bit of a defensive mechanism by coming on here once a week and, and yelling like I know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> it, it's like when I get way too serious, I don't I don't know where to go from there. I don't know when I where I go from there. I I got I got a bunch of dumb notes here about dabbing. I sent like 15 people as a joke. I sent like 15 people a Snapchat of these dabs I got. And they weren't like classic wax dabs. They're crumble. For anybody that doesn't know, they look like this goldish. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like goldish clay. And you break little pieces of it off. And it's not as sticky or as melty as regular shit. I sent it to like 15 people. I was like, about to try heroin. And at least five people responded, Hey, bro, are you okay? Like, what's going on? <laughs> as if as if I was going to try heroin for the first time and hit up 15 people on my Snapchat and be like, Yo, about to H up, yo. Check it out. <laughs> Shout out to the people that were concerned. You care about me, and I love you. I got nothing else for today, man. Thank you for everybody for sticking around through this one. It was a ranty, ravey episode. 
I try to make things funny, but but also, what's even going on? Who even gives a fuck? <laughs> Forty minutes of entertainment. I think that's what you would call it. So douchey to end a podcast that podcast that way. I'm gonna shut the fuck up before I say something else stupid. I love you. My name is Joey Capuana. This is Joey hates everything. Have a good fucking week, man.